June 22nd. And now we look toward the New Testament. Paul was a man on the move, but not a man easily moved because of difficulties. But none of these things moved me was his testimony of faith, and he lived it. When he and Barnabas were expelled from Antioch in Pisidia, well, they just shook off the dust of their feet and went to Iconium. When the people there tried to stone them, they went to Lystra, where they were treated like gods. That was a greater danger than even the persecution when you think about it. See, crowds are very fickle. They changed their minds and stoned Paul, but he just got up and went to another place, this time to Derby. That was not all. Paul and Barnabas had the courage to retrace their steps so they could help and encourage the new Christians. And when they returned home, they told the church what the Lord had done, not what they had suffered. Paul and Barnabas put Christ first, others second, and themselves last. They had a job to do, and they were determined by God's grace to do it. How much does it take to move you out of the will of God? It was David Sarnoff that wrote, The will to persevere is often the difference between failure and success. And now let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. June 22nd, Acts chapter 14, verses 8 through 28. While they were at Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. He had been that way from birth, so he had never walked. He was listening as Paul preached, and Paul noticed him and realized he had faith to be healed. So Paul called to him in a loud voice, Stand up! And the man jumped to his feet and started walking. When the listening crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in their local dialect, These men are gods in human bodies! They decided that Barnabas was the Greek god Zeus, and that Paul, because he was the chief speaker, was Hermes. The temple of Zeus was located on the outskirts of the city. The priest of the temple and the crowd brought oxen and wreaths of flowers, and they prepared to sacrifice to the apostles at the city gates. But when Barnabas and Paul heard what was happening, they tore their clothing in dismay and ran out among the people shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We are merely human beings like yourselves. We have come to bring you the good news that you should turn from these worthless things to the living God who made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. In earlier days he permitted all the nations to go their own ways, but he never left himself without a witness. There were always his reminders, such as sending you rain and good crops and giving you food and joyful hearts. But even so, Paul and Barnabas could scarcely restrain the people from sacrificing to them. Now some Jews arrived from Antioch and Iconium and turned the crowds into a murderous mob. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, apparently dead. But as the believers stood around him, he got up and went back into the city. The next day he left with Barnabas for Derbe. After preaching the good news in Derbe and making many disciples, Paul and Barnabas returned again to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch of Pisidia, where they strengthened the believers. They encouraged them to continue in the faith, reminding them that they must enter into the kingdom of God 
through many tribulations. Paul and Barnabas also appointed elders in every church, and prayed for them with fasting, turning them over to the care of the Lord, in whom they had come to trust. Then they traveled back through Pisidia to Pamphylia. They preached again in Perga, then went on to Attalia. Finally they returned by ship to Antioch of Syria, where the journey had begun, and where they had been committed to the grace of God for the work they had now completed. Upon arriving in Antioch, they called the church together and reported about their trip, telling all that God had done and how He had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles too. And they stayed there with the believers in Antioch for a long time. yourself. I'm talking to you, and I don't pretend to know everything that you've been through, but if it's shame you feel, just know that I've sinned to. And if it's pain you're feeling, just know that that's something I went through. I don't know your story, but I know you and me are a lot alike. So let me talk to you for a minute while I got this mic. I was 18 when I pulled a gun out. At the time, it felt like my options had run out. So I put that barrel to my chest, and I pulled the trigger halfway. I tried to muster up the courage to put myself away that day. But halfway under that trigger pull, I stopped. Tears flooded my eyes and that pistol dropped. And I sat in my room and I sobbed for an hour. On the outside, I was fine. On the inside, a coward. The noise of my depression had gotten louder and louder. I had planned a way out in a baptism shower of gunpowder. I'd been lied to just like you're being lied to now. Other people can't help you, but I might know how. Because I've walked in your shoes and I've been at my lowest. And if you don't know anything, know this. You might tell me you're going to kill yourself and you're close to this, but God wants to meet you in the middle of your hopelessness. God wants to give you a way out of these feelings of doubt. And the sounds of chaos might be reverberating around you like heavy metal. But confusion isn't from God, it's straight from the devil. And he wants to silence the noise and bring peace to you. And I promise if you just ask him, he'll see you through. You got to this place because you tried fighting your own fight. And where did that get you except contemplating about taking your own life? And if you got bullied to this point, I'm sorry you went through that. But God wants to take those words from your attackers and send them back. You don't have to be defined by what people said about you. Let me pick you up if you don't know how to. You're not alone, man. You got a friend in me. You got better days ahead of you. I just pray you begin to see. Know that everything the devil did to you, he wants you to replay. But everything the devil took from you, God wants to replace. Listen to me right now and you better look me right in the face. You were created for more than to die in this place. Don't do it, man. Please don't take your life. Just take my hand and we'll make this right. I promise if you do this, you'll regret it. You wake up in eternity and remember I said it. And you wish so bad you could just go back. I'm here for you right now. Please just know that. And if you think you're alone in this fight, you've been lied to. That depression came after me and I nearly died too. I thought suicide was the only way and death was meant for me. The devil played his music and I sat front row through that symphony. I walked through the fire and I felt that heat. But I pushed past the clutter and I stood to my feet. I walked out and I refused to look back. I took my depression and threw it right back into that wood stack. And that fire must have blazed 50 feet high. And now I plan on leaving a legacy to look back on someday when I 
I die And right now I'm telling you to stand up too Deep down inside you know it's the right thing to do Think about your family, think about you Don't kill yourself, please don't do it Whatever you're facing, God will see you through it I had a fan kill himself and his mom asked if I could come see her She was depressed and asked if I could meet her Two weeks later, depression beat her She ran into a telephone pole without a seatbelt and a two-seater And I wish right now I could crawl through these speakers And somehow convince you not to go the same route she did I wish I could change the fact that you feel defeated I wish I could lock my arms around you and tell the devil to beat it But I can't reach everyone even though I do my best to try Some people believe the lie that it's just best to die And they think it's the simple way out But they're not here to see the way things play out They don't see the hurt they cause and the pain they leave I take this seriously, this isn't a game to me Even thinking about ending your life is living dangerously So please just listen to my voice Right now you have a choice You can choose life or you can get drowned by the noise Please don't do it Please just ask for help If not for your family, do it for yourself Today we're reading Psalm 140, verses 1 through 13. You know, Satan fights anyone who is doing the will of God, and David was no exception. You must pray for Christian leaders especially, for they are prime targets for the evil one. The enemy has two favorite weapons, poisonous tongues and hidden traps. He slanders God's leaders, sometimes using the lips of professed Christians and he sets traps for them, hoping to trip them up. David depended on prayer, God's promise and praise. God hates a lying tongue and will one day judge slanderers. Meanwhile, maintain your character before God and let Him take care of your reputation. So live that when people hear lies about you, they simply will not believe them. Psalm 140, verses 1 through 13. For the choir director, a psalm of David. O Lord, rescue me from evil people. Preserve me from those who are violent, those who plot evil in their hearts and stir up trouble all day long. Their tongues sting like a snake. The poison of a viper drips from their lips. O Lord, keep me out of the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from those who are violent for they are plotting against me. The proud have set a trap to catch me. They have stretched out a net. They have placed traps all along the way. I said to the Lord, You are my God. Listen, O Lord, to my cries for mercy. O Sovereign Lord, my strong Savior, You protected me on the day of battle. Lord, do not give in to their evil desires. Do not let their evil schemes succeed, O God. Let my enemies be destroyed by the very evil they have planned for me. Let burning coals fall down on their heads, or throw them into the fire, 
or into deep pits from which they can't escape. Don't let liars prosper here in our land. Cause disaster to fall with great force on the violent. But I know the Lord will surely help those they persecute. He will maintain the rights of the poor. Surely the godly are praising your name, for they will live in your presence. Proverbs 17, verse 22. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength.